This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader this station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Dan. Hi. Dan, you had Pat Sharp on the actual podcast this week. I know, I know. And do you know what? I was talking to him over the computer, and at one point I just went, God, the 10-year-old me would be well chuffed to be talking to Pat Sharp right now. You know? I know. And, I, and, just... I, and me, the 38-year-old me, was chuffed to be talking to Pat Sharp as well. Yeah, and the response has been really good. People have absolutely loved hearing about Pat Sharp. I still think the most controversial thing you could say about Pat Sharp is that he's never had a cup of tea. <laughs> you could say anything, like he could be as rude as possible at, at any celebrity or like tell you any shocking thing and it would never be as shocking as never having had a cup of tea. <laughs> I, know. I know, but like he's also worked in like radio for years and like it's built on the foundation of just having tea at every possible juncture. Yeah, that is basically the most important thing about working in a radio station. It's true. He's having tea on the regular, yeah. but he never yeah. had a cup of tea. I know, mental. Mental. There you go. Anyway, here we are, compact dicks for another week. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, this is, what, number 11? But if this is the first time you've listened to compact dicks, this is where we uh, read out listener submissions for things that things and people that people hate so it's you know it's powered by you the listener whereas the normal mm. one is just me and a, a, a guest but uh, this one is is sourced by the public and i'd like to get in as well as contacting us dickspod.com slash contact through the contact box there you can get in touch with us via social media and follow us at dickspod on twitter and on instagram and we have been dm'd here by ben who has gone to say hi dan and james and john Nice. He'll re- yeah. oh, my dad is going to absolutely fucking love that. Hi, Dan <laughs> and James and John. Here's my entry for Compact Dicks. I'd like to repeat chin maskers, the dicks who wear their COVID masks under their chins. They boil my piss. Whenever I see one, I have to fight the irresistible urge to aggressively put their mask back over their face holes. Like Michael Douglas' character in Falling Down, I might flip one day and start gaffer-taping masks back into place until the police stop me. (laughs) Wow. I'm I'm with him. I see it, yeah. I just, like, on the train, when it's like... It's either under their nose or just under their chin, and it's like, you're just having a little break from the the pandemic. Just having a little rest from the pandemic, yeah. Yeah. Just remembering what it was... Just having, like, a 2019 theme afternoon. Is that what you're doing there? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, when we didn't have to do this, so we didn't all fucking die. Like the cold breath up your nose, do you? Oh, yeah, fair play, mate. (laughs) Yeah, it's nice to feel normal for a while, isn't it? Yeah, you you just rest. Yeah, you fucking... Okay, yeah. But, you know, when you get the signs saying, like put you must wear a mask but they mm. should also say you must wear a mask and put it over both of the holes you use for breathing you dumbass yeah <laughs> very true 
And he goes on to say, next is middle laners, the utter dicks who drive at five kilometres an hour. I don't know where you are, Ben. Uh, who drive at five kilometres an hour under the speed limit in the middle lane, forcing everyone else to queue up in lane three to overtake, making a three-lane motorway a one-lane motorway. Utter dicks. If they've got either of their fog lights or rear wiper on unnecessarily, then they're double dicks. I see you see that so often. Anyway, I hope you detest these dicks as much as I do. I love I love that because you're driving along and they're a terrible driver, but also mm. they have their fog lights on like in the middle <laughs> of the day and you're like, right, yeah. you've got no idea. If I just switch everything on, it's all gonna be okay. That's how it works. Belt yeah. and braces. The belt embraces, put it all on, back wiper, all of it. Just make sure everything's going. Then I don't have to worry about it later. I'm going in. I'm going in, guys. Um, (laughs) Nice. Okay, I've got one here from Sean, and he says, it's nice and succinct, not difficult to annihilate these three easy targets. Ricky Gervais, annoying, annoying, pompous twat. Richard Branson, bad loser, lost lottery battle, lost transatlantic balloon race, 100% dick. Russell Brand, see Ricky Gervais. <laughs> Is that what it says? Yeah, it's the whole thing. See Ricky Gervais. <laughs> nice one, Sean. Very, very short and sweet. Um, yeah, yeah. We've, Succinct so, and lovely. Yeah, I tell you what, I'll get on. Uh, the Richard Branson one, I think, is a very good call. And. Um, do you know, because he still, he still somehow has this really friendly kind of persona and people are like, oh, it's Richard Branson. He tried to sue the NHS. Like, oh, he did, yeah. Like, yeah. that's how... How like, how are you not the most hated person in the world? You, try, you sued the NHS, you complete bastard. Yeah, that makes absolutely no sense. Get so far onto our island, you bastard. Mm, mm. Um... Yeah. Uh, so, and I tell you what, going through the others, I mean, um, Russell Brand, Sindhu V had a lovely pop at Russell Brand the other day and came up with one of my favourite phrases I've heard in a long time. She had this phrase in Hindi, which I haven't yet learned, but I'm determined to learn in Hindi. Mm. He said there's this phrase that translates as, the, rat, the cat has eaten a hundred rats and now wants to go on pilgrimage and tell us all about it. Yeah. And I just thought it was like made for Russell Brown. I thought it was perfect. It's ideal. That that episode, if you haven't listened to that episode, oh my God, I urge mm. everyone listening to this to go and do it straight away. It's very good. And Ricky Gervais, I remember Sophie Hagen going in on him on an episode that you did with Sophie Hagen. She went in on mm. Rick, Ricky Gervais a lot. And one of our upcoming uh, guests we've got coming up is going to go in on him quite hard as well. And uh, I'm going to keep that secret for now because it's a really good guest. Oh. But, um, no? Spicy. Yeah, no, it's exciting. Yeah, yeah. 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 I like Tease. it. The secrecy. Tease the people. Um, that will come out in a couple of weeks. But um, you know what? If you want more people hating Russell Brand, James, I believe uh, your dad, Mr. John Deacon, he's got a few examples of other podcasts where people laid into uh, Russell Brand as well, hasn't he? Yeah, I think he does. Shall we have a listen? Yes, <laughs> I forgot to reply. <laughs> Hi, James. Hi, Dan. Well, a great episode this week, Dan, with the legend that is Pat Sharp. And uh, with the vaccine now being uh, rolled out, happy days. 
Now, uh, for this week's classic dicks, I'd like to draw the listeners' attention to a name that uh, keeps cropping up, and that's Russell Brand. Now, one particularly funny episode is impersonator and comedian Josh Berry's episode. Not only does he do a brilliant take on Russell Brand, but he also does Tom Daly and Andy Murray, uh, among others. So that's a very funny episode, well worth a listen. My next choice, with a tentative link to this week's uh, Christmas theme, is radio broadcaster Jeff Lloyd's episode. Jeff's film choice was A Wonderful Life, which he always watches at Christmas. But uh, I particularly liked his other comedy choices of uh, Adolf Hitler and Osama bin Laden. So uh, the choices for this week are impersonator and comedian Josh Berry's episode and the uh, man with the perfect face for radio, Jeff Lloyd's episode. Hope you enjoy. Cheers. Bye. Well, thank you, John Deacon, for yet another thorough deep dive into the back catalogue you know to provide our listeners with recommendations for the week themed ones as well josh berry's episode holy moly that is good his impressions are outstanding if you don't follow him already on twitter his uh his impressions of like um what they like pr to politicians is excellent if you haven't Mm. seen it you should go and check those out they're very good and jeff lloyd as well from Mm. uh from of which we used to work with but also Jeff Lloyd of Reasons to be Cheerful with Ed Miliband. Yeah. And also Adrift with Annabelle Port. Ah, correct, yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you very much, Dad. Uh, much appreciated, yeah. as always. And uh, your dad there mentioned um, a couple of Christmas-themed things because last week I was pitching to you, the listener, uh, for Christmas-themed dicks. And mm. I believe you have one uh, sent in, James. I've got this one, a lovely little one here sent in from Jack. And Jack says, my food dick, turkey. Yeah. There is a yeah. reason we have turkey once a year. Why? Because turkey is shit. It's bland, tasteless, and more importantly, it's cumbersome. Yeah, it's it's properly shit meat. It is. It's, it's actually like kind of dry and weird. But I kind of get his thinking here. It's like the reason why we only really have turkey once a year is because it's yeah. not great. He said, if if it were a country, it would be Switzerland. If it were a member of Take That, it would be Howard. If it were a <laughs> colour, it would be beige. Absolutely not. The bloody thing takes up so much room in your fridge on the days leading up to Christmas you can hardly fit in anything around it. Subsequently, you have to play some sort of refrigerated Jenga so you can fit all of your other U-tied consumables in around the thing. Major inconvenience, and frankly, one could do without it. Yeah, I totally agree. Sorry, yeah. I'm interrupting you, so I didn't know you were keeping reading there. Sorry. No, no, I, I, I agree with that. Yeah, I, I feel like if... Um, so at the minute we're working our way through some of the random stuff that we've got in our freezer so we can make space for the turkey Mm. just just pick another meat any other meat like buy two Mm. chickens instead it's nicer it's the same kind of deal but it's nicer but more delicious yeah so um some of my wife's family uh, for christmas they're having a beef wellington and everyone's up in arms about the fact that they're having a beef wellington instead of a turkey really i think it sounds like a great idea (laughs) I had a roast lamb last year. It was great. Fuck turkey. Love it. Okay, and Jack goes on to say, 
but the space tyranny is not over, is it, lads? No, oh fucking no. More often than not, you cannot get the pissing thing in the oven, so you have to mutilate the thing so you can just about close the bastard oven door. Pretty difficult since you you have just fisted its ass with sausage meat stuffing. <laughs> is it over? I hear you cry. Has the turkey terror ended? Of course not, because turkeys are so big you are eating the bland taste of meat for weeks to come. Frankly, turkey can fuck off. Hope you are all well. Camp Jack from Brighton. Hmm. Well, thank you. Yeah, it lo- uh, makes a good point. And I, th- I feel like the tide is slowly turning against the turkey and more and more people are going, fuck this. Because people always hone in on the Brussels sprouts as being the shit bit, but like the whole centrepiece is crap. That's the trouble. Stuffing, oh. good. Every other part of it, bad. I have one here. Uh, this is from Joseph. And um, he says, Dear Dick Curators... Dick curators. He's put oh, in brackets. Nice. That's great. I've just caught up after a short break. Both Jay Rayner and Sindhu V were absolute classics. I can always tell a good episode when I shout yes out loud while listening. I feel like that when I'm talking to them as well. Um, <laughs> a couple of episodes ago, you were having some Aldi slash little chat and it uncovered buried rage. I've got two dicks for you, one general, one specific. One is checkout staff who start scanning your stuff before the person before you has stopped dawdling and pissed off. It's hard enough to keep up already without them having a head start, which I think is is fair. Yeah. I get a lot of checkout anxiety, so, yeah, any extra, like, speed, I don't like it at all. Dan, you only shop at Waitrose. (laughs) I shop at Waitrose. If I did, I wouldn't have any anxiety. Oh, I'm bet, only uh, joking, just because you're a very middle-class man. I am very middle-class, that is true. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, number two, he says, Once I was in Aldi and the oldish woman before me was having trouble paying, I was being unusually patient, but I started to eavesdrop. Um, this is an American Express card. It doesn't have a chip, explained the cashier. This is what the customer said near verbatim as she paid with another card. Posh voice. Oh, ha ha ha, oops, ha ha, sorry, but I always try and use the Amex when I can, you know, because of the air miles, you know, ha ha, how embarrassing. It must look like I had no money. Just imagine it, ha ha ha. He goes on to say, any of your listeners who have had a card declined for real can vouch. It is not an a ha ha situation. Lady, check your privilege and fuck off back to m and <laughs> the, the cashier was just nodding along, but I was so angry I actually got physically hot. <laughs> wow, that's great! Happy casting, Joseph. Oh, this is great! I really I love like the thought that. of him just boiling away in Aldi, just uh, getting really hot. Oh, let's, just as the cashier just launches all of your items at you onto that tiny little shelf with no yeah. space on it whatsoever. I know. But once I went into Audi and there was a uh, there wasn't anyone else at the checkout and the cashier uh, was like I'm going to teach you a little tip here young man and I was like please teach away she was like swing your trolley around here line your bags up inside and just chuck everything straight in and I literally just went like this choo, 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 and oh, just nice. launched everything into the bags it revolutionised the whole experience do you do that every time now or is it only with that particular one no Dan now I shop at Tesco's <laughs> Mm. <laughs> now the podcasting game is going well for you. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. 
Now, as ever, uh, we always love hearing your submissions. It can be anything that we cover in the podcast. It could be a person, a food, a drink, a film, a song, an animal, anything like that. But if you want to get involved and uh, you sort of sometimes struggling for a bit of inspiration because you hate so many things and you want to whittle it down, let me like give you a suggestion, a sort of uh, an aid memoir to sort nice. of start you off. Oh, yeah. So. Um, Next week, uh, if you want to write in anything on the theme of this, it would be great. We've got... We're coming up to Christmas now, and for me, that is synonymous with a lot of TV chefs getting very busy and recording specials, mm. or, like, releasing books as yes. well. Always and they're all like, this year, I'm going to show you how to make a Christmas to remember, and that kind of thing. And it's very sort of, oh, you know, cook along with me, let me show you my little tips and blah, blah, blah. Mm. So I'd like any... Um, TV chef dicks specifically, please. Oh, this is good. I really like this a lot. Have you heard the um, clip that's been going round up from Nigella's program, where she no, calls it? Haven't. She, oh, she says she says she's talking about cream, and she says before I something like before I add it to the dish, I like to pop it in the mic, in the microwave. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know whether someone has planted that so it would go viral. But it's like, she calls the microwave a microwave. I think she's just getting jazzy with the language. I know. Yeah, fair enough. Well, that really, um, I've been thinking about that all day. <laughs> I'm going to search that out as soon as we're done. So, yeah, I, my thing is, um, you know, sometimes there's a celebrity that you really like their food, but you can't stand the person. Like, I, so I don't, but I know you do. <laughs> there's... Uh, Nigel Slater so he's like on telly sometimes he does really good cookbooks he's in the Observer and Guardian that sort of thing but he's like an unbearably smug man like mm. he's always sort of like and on Instagram I had to unfollow him because he's always just like showing pictures of his nice house I mean like in the morning I like to get up very early and have this special cup that a master made for me in Japan to have my lovely green tea or sometimes I'll have a different herbal tea the way the light <laughs> comes through the window right. is like fucking hell mate like yeah. shut up like your food is delicious looking but like Ah, God, look at my fucking life. It's unbearable. Mm, draining. So that's what made me think of this. <laughs> Lovely. Okay, I think that's so, prime. Yeah, so submissions to dickspod.com slash contact or DMS on uh, Instagram and Twitter at dickspod. Great. All right. Well, yeah. I guess bye. Yeah, bye. <laughs>